Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Um, hello, good to see you all in the chat. Some of you are already saying hello. So, uh, hello Ola, hello Boduke, Diana J. Welcome. It is time for a Q&A. You know what that means. Please send in your questions in the chat and I will answer them for you in the stream. So anything you want to know about uh, streams, about English, about English grammar, about English language, about me, you can ask in the chat and I will do my best to answer. Uh, thank you to Diana J and Boduke for the questions that you sent already. I always like people to send in the questions before uh, because that means I can do some nice preparation for you. Um, and to everyone else, please do send in your questions in the chat right now. So the first question was from Diana J, and it was about how to use apostrophes. Apostrophes. So this is that little flicky mark uh, that we use in English, sometimes when we shorten a word, and sometimes when we want to show possession. So something that belongs to something else, like Max's stream, Max's stream, for example. You see there's an apostrophe and an S. Uh, and it can be a little bit difficult, um, and we're gonna go through it right now. So the simplest way is with words like dog, cat, child. Uh, we add an apostrophe and an S. The dog's ball, this means the ball belongs to the dog. The cat's bowl, this means the bowl belongs to the cat. The child's toy, this means the toy belongs to the child. Uh, so the dog becomes dogs, cat becomes cats, child becomes childs. Now, where it becomes a little bit more difficult is when we pluralize a word. So when we say there's more than one. So two cats, how do we say their bowls? So we say the cats' bowls. But because we don't say the cats's, we just add an apostrophe. So the cats, apostrophe, bowls. And this means the bowls belong to the cat. Same with dogs, the dogs' bowls. So we just add an apostrophe and it means the bowls belong to the dogs, more than one. Um, so one dog, apostrophe S, two dogs, S apostrophe. A little bit difficult. Um, and it gets a little bit easier with words like this. So the plural of mouse is mice, uh, and so then we would say the mice is cheese, or the plural of child is children, and then we say the children's toys. So the principle is you always add an apostrophe S if you have to add an extra S, um, and you just use S apostrophe if there's already an S on a plural. So the cat's apostrophe, bowl. Um, then, of course, we have certain words which already end in S in both the singular and the plural. Uh, and this is a little bit more difficult still. Uh, so, one boss, my boss's office. Uh, technically, we should add apostrophe S, my boss's office, because we're saying an extra S sound. Um, but the plural of boss is bosses, <laughs> which sounds just like the possessive. And so then we would say, my boss's, E-S apostrophe, office. My boss's office. Now, there's some disagreement as well in English, and both of the following 
are considered acceptable and correct. And let me show you. So, Dallas's city centre, Dallas's city centre, you can either do it with an apostrophe S or just an apostrophe. Now, in my schooling, I learned that if you say an extra S sound, you should always add an apostrophe S. Um, but there are other people who learn at school that because it already ends in an S, they can just add an apostrophe. So Dallas's city centre or Dallas's city centre just with the apostrophe. Now for me personally, because what I learnt at school, I prefer Dallas's. Um, but there are other people who you might see write Dallas just with the apostrophe. Uh, it's the same with my name. So I would always write Max Roberts's with an apostrophe S um, because that's a singular, it's one person, um, and that's how I learnt at school, that if you make the S sound, you add apostrophe S. But it's also acceptable to say Max Roberts, just an apostrophe, stream. Now the one thing I say is it has to always be consistent. So if you're writing a long piece of writing, make sure you choose one rule or the other. So either always apostrophe S, or just apostrophe, just make sure you're consistent and you don't mix both in one piece of writing. Now the final thing I want to say is if we do um, a proper noun, this means the like someone's name or the name of a thing, um, then you can just add an apostrophe when you pluralise it. So it's Mr. Smith, but when you talk about the two people in the Smiths family, you would say the Smiths. And there you can just add an apostrophe as well, because we don't say the Smithses. Like, that's not what we say. So we say the Smiths, and that's why you just add an apostrophe. Um, so my rule personally when I do it is if I sound it out, if there is an extra S sound, then I do apostrophe S. And if there isn't, I just do an apostrophe. So the Smiths, home, just an apostrophe. Whereas if I say the boss's notebook, I personally do apostrophe S because you say an extra S sound. So, thank you. Oh, I've just seen another question from Anna. I will answer your question, Anna, so thank you very much. Please, everyone, now's your time to ask questions in the chat. So send those questions in if you want me to answer your questions. I will go on to the next question in the chat, which was from Boduke. What is the difference between a picture and a drawing? What is the difference between a picture and a drawing? So I would say this. A drawing is a picture, but a picture isn't always a drawing. So that, <laughs> that sounds complicated. Um, a drawing is a picture, but a picture isn't always a drawing. So let me show you this rule. A picture is any created image. So anything printed or painted or drawn. If I show you this, for example, this is a picture. This is a picture. It is a printed piece of paper or something painted or drawn. They are all pictures. So any image created by humans of something else is a picture. A drawing is only done with pencil or ink. Uh, so that's something that someone has actually done on the paper. So it's not printed, it's something that someone did with pencil or with ink. And a painting is made with paint. Um, so picture, so paintings and drawings are types of picture, but a drawing tells you that it's made with pencil or ink, and a painting tells you it is made with paint. Um, I hope that makes sense. I hope that answers your question. Uh, and I had another question from Boduke, and that is, 
What does spoiled mean, as in the spoiled child? What does spoiled mean, as in the spoiled child? So, this is a good word, actually. Um, and I would say, the word spoilt is someone who has been treated too well or too leniently in a way that has ruined their personality. Someone who has been treated too well or too leniently in a way that has ruined their personality. What do I mean by this? That's quite complicated English. So, for example, if a child is given gifts all the time, then when they start to expect it and they cry when they don't get gifts, they are spoilt. They have been spoilt by their parents. So the idea is that any, anyone where, when they were raised, has been given too much of something or treated a certain way that has made their personality demanding or rude or want, um, expecting gifts all the time, that means they are spoilt. Um, so if you see a child screaming in the shop because they say, I want the Barbie, give me the Barbie now, I always get a Barbie, I want a Barbie now, you can say that is a spoiled child. Also, if someone is really rude because of the way they were, as a, they were raised as a child, you could say they were spoiled, they, they, they are spoiled because they expect everyone to treat them a certain way because of how they were raised. So really, if you say someone is spoilt, you're talking about the way they were raised. Um, so obviously, just be careful uh, <laughs> when you, if you call someone spoilt, it's a real, it's a real attack on their personality and also kind of on their family as well, because you're saying they were raised in a way that made them a bad person. Um, everyone, feel free to ask more questions in the chat if you have any. I've seen another question from Anna who wrote that just now, so if you want a question answered, you can write it now as well. Uh, Anna wrote, are there any other nouns with the plural rule like fish, fish, or fishes? Um, fish, fish, or fishes. So fish and fishes is a, a difficult one because they sort of mean two different things. Um, so if I say, right, I'm going to show you this. So, one fish, two fish, and then three fishes. Or no, I can say two, mm, I'll say one fish, three fish, three fishes. So in a way, there is a difference here. So the plural for any one type of fish is fish. So if I'm talking about three different goldfish, I would still say three fish. Um, three different goldfish is three fish because they are the same type. Whereas if I go to a fish shop and I want to buy some fish for dinner and I get some mackerel and some haddock and some cod uh, and some place, those are, you can say I'm going home with three fishes. So I'm talking about different types of fish. Um, I would say we don't use fishes that much. It's a very specific situation where we, you would use it, but fishes refers to more than one species of fish. So two fish of the same type, three fishes means three different types of fish. Now, I'm wondering if there are any other words like that, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, and so let me have a think about that. I'll have a think about that, and I'll add a stream um, 
if I can if I can think of an example like that because I find that difficult off the top of my head to I would say anything like no do you know what I can think of more example um, so something like metal and metals is the same kind of thing or something like uh, so if I'm talking about metal in general um, I'm talking about one type of metal. Whereas if I'm talking about metals, then I'm talking about copper and gold and silver. I'm talking about different types. Or um, same with like sand or anything that's sort of not countable really. Like sand in general, but I've said like there were three sands. There was a red sand, a yellow sand and a, and a green sand, for example. Does that make sense? So usually if, if on these uncountable words, like fish, um, if, I'm, if I'm saying fishes, I'm talking about different types. Uh, milk, that's a great example. Uh, milk, I can't really pluralise, but if I say three milks, I might mean oat and soy and dairy. Three milks. So I hope that makes sense. Wow, lots of questions have been added. Hello Mitra, hello Alejandro, hello Ram, uh, hello Destiny, welcome to the stream, uh, good to see you. Um, Anastasia, what do you call people who study in the same group at the university? Okay, interesting, uh, that's a good one. So we use words like classmates or course mates. Um, so classmates, course mates, um, fellow students, you can say as well, but fellow students would mean any different, any, any student at the same university as you. So fellow students, um, but you say course mates or classmates for people who are actually in the same class as you. Um, yeah, so classmates, course mates, I think those are the words that you would use. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Fariba, what's the difference between come over and come? So come over really means sort of to your house or to a restaurant or like if you're in a sort of space and you say, why don't you come over? Why don't you come over? You come over. Would mean like, why don't you come over to my place? Um, you know, to my flat. If, in, if you're in the restaurant and a friend texts you, what are you up to? I'm in this nice restaurant, why don't you come over? Um, whereas come just sort of generally means sort of if you're outside and you say come to me, it means the person's going from, from point B to point A where you are. Uh, so come, come on, come to me. Um, whereas come over is really talking about sort of coming, going into someone's space. Uh, whereas come is just more general. So come over is a little bit more specific. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Uh, I want to start speaking with my kids in English, but sometimes I just feel lost. I don't know what to say. Why don't you talk about, why don't you watch a film with them and then you can sort of talk about the film? Like things like that, you know, you can say, oh, you know, maybe you could watch a, a movie in English or a short cartoon in English and then you could talk about what happened in English. That's just my suggestion. Um, maybe that would, that would uh, work, I don't know. Um, Valerie, in England or Germany, do they decorate houses with artificial 
Moss. Hmm. Artificial moss. I've never seen that, you know. I've never seen that in England or in Germany. So I don't know. Maybe in like a theme park, but I've never seen artificial moss in a on a German house or an English house. I don't know about that, yeah. I don't I don't really think artificial moss is something that I've seen. We have a lot of very old buildings that have moss on them anyway. <laughs> but I don't know about uh, artificial moss. Uh, yes, no no light today, Valerie. Uh, the, the candlelight isn't on. Uh, Elfrida, I'm happy you made it to the stream as well. And it looks like we are at the end of today's stream. So, thank you all for watching, everyone. Thank you all for your excellent questions. Um, remember, next time I do a Q&A, it's always great. If you think in the middle of the week, oh, I've got a question for Max, you can send it in the chat before the stream begins, and I will answer in the stream. So, um, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely send me those questions next time I do a Q&A. Uh, there were some great questions today, really useful topics, uh, and I hope I was able to help. I hope you understood some of my answers. Uh, I look forward to seeing you all soon. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you on the next one. Until then, my friends, bye-bye.